Gentlemen, start your engine. Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the little uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Hot, 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 oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Me, Vicar. Oh, I'm miserable for you can start up. You are miserable, aren't you? Shut hey? up. 141. Strange hands. Miserable, miserable. Have you checked the sound? Hopeless. Bloody hopeless, I tell you. Well, I might as well get going then, eh? You can do the countdown? Yeah, five or three to one. <laughs> G'day, viewers. And welcome to Radio Hot Lab. <laughs> oh, okay, Hardy's got the grumps today. We'll start again. G'day viewers, and welcome to Radio Hot Lap, that zany podcast that takes a light-hearted look at the world of motorsport, national and international, and gadgets and emerging technologies, and barbecues, and cooking, and general other crap. G'day Johnny, how are you? Yeah, oh, episode 141, whatever. viewers. Yeah. Hardy's grumpy today. So, uh, what are you drinking, Grump? Oh, tap water. <laughs> Doesn't look like tap water. If it is, it's a bit yellow. Shaw and Smithers tap water. Shaw and Smithers. I'm grumpy. Grumpy. Because I've got um, annoying clients. Well, we've all got annoying clients. We can't mention. But we can't. You're right. But they, but they are annoyingly late. They've given you three weeks to do an ad that's condensed itself down to one day. And all the high-res shots. They'll all be turning up, but then... Well, of course they will, yeah. Eventually. Two, two photos. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all right. So this is the world we live in, viewers. It's got to go in the Formula One... Program. Program. Yeah. So, you know, if you Exactly. Look, I'm not putting my logo on it. <laughs> well, you couldn't, because you're not allowed to have anything smaller than 10-point if it's going to be reversed out. I don't understand any of that stuff. Well, see, I've read all my web guys. Yeah. You know, so. that's all cool. Uh, so you're drinking Shaw and Smithers? Uh, Shaw and Smithers again. Cab, uh, not Cab. What am I saying? Sav Blanc. It was on Sav special. Blanc. Yeah, is it any good? It's okay. It's okay? We may have slightly improved my mood. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, well, you better have another couple of bottles then. That'll improve your mood. Well, so oh, nice of you to ask. I'm having one of these new Coopers Clear oh. that Glenn launched last week. Well, nice of you to offer. They're very pleasant too, I might um, Is it a is it a light beer? No, it's not a light beer. It's Oh why didn't you offer me one? It just looked like basically a... Cooper's new version of um sort of Tui's extra dry slash Carlton dry well, look slash at the label. Pass you know. it over. Crikey, don't hang on to it. And it's uh, it's clear bottle and it's clear beer, no um no sediment as Coopers are oh. renowned for. Low carbs. So it's basically Coopers have sort of got into that market that uh, where a lot of the young kids are drinking these days. It's decidedly uh, similar in, in look to the Cascade Premium White Bottle. Oh, it is amazing, really. Except it's not green; it's clear. Well, apart from that, I mean, you'd have to call it clear if it was all clear. I've got you? green glasses on today. Have you? Mm. And the greenery in the backyard is is you know, reflecting off the bottle, obviously. 
the only thing that isn't green is the rusty sausage is red. <laughs> Very rusty looking, in fact. Well, soon I've had a Shaw and Smithers, I don't think I could be going back to the Coopers Clear. No, I don't think you probably could. I've yeah. only had no. a, a small, tiniest little bit. Glenn got himself in trouble, actually, when he launched it last week, because... Um, they were telling everybody how uh, how they were going to get it out to all the shops in you know in time for uh, Australia Day, and I don't think they quite got enough out there because come uh, Monday morning, everybody had sold out and they weren't getting any more deliveries till Wednesday because of Australia Day. Well, that's unfortunate. It's very un- very unfortunate. But there you but go. Unfortunate in another way because it's obviously very popular. It must be popular. So there you go. So it's good. Right. Well, you're on the show today, so tell us what's going on. And we, I'm presuming we're starting on motor racing, so uh, there's not really that much to report this week. I reckon we'll be it doing is a, a bit of a short show. There is a lot of, there's, there's enough to to report in the. There's a lot of speculation about nothing in particular, but there's no yeah. real races to report. I mean, we everybody's no, doing races. This. I mean, Scaife going to go with bloody Lowndes and Win Cup, or is he going to go? With Ingle and Murph. I mean, who knows? I mean, oh, it all comes right. down to the size of the meal, doesn't it? <laughs> you know? Who's a short ass? who's a fat prick? Well, that's the other side of the coin, too. You've know, got to get the right height. Because if the height's not right... I think he'll go work. with Triple Eight. I reckon that he... I reckon he might hedge his bets for the first couple of races just to see how they come out. How they come out the box with the red shirt on. So, and if he doesn't think that they're looking the goods, well, then he might, uh, that might colour his judgment. But, yeah, he could go Triple Eight very, very easily. And it would be nice in, a, in an old, homey sort of way for um, Lounsey and Scaife to get back together for Bathurst. But uh, who knows? Who knows? We'll find out. I see... Um, there is the, a bit of motor racing stuff to be talked about. I but see I the, think we'll leave it till next week when we know a little bit more what's going on yeah, in the sure. year and Daytona is over after this weekend and, uh, the, I saw a very and good Formula s- 1 have had their first test day um, on Monday next Monday in Barcelona mm. or is it Jerez you know more about it than me Jerez with a H with a J John it's a J curve so and um, I see that uh, V8 supercars have changed the date of um the uh, Tasmania Simon Plains round. Oh well, it won't be any warmer, will it? No, it won't. Be. Well, it might be. I a bit think it warmer was going to be mid March, mid May. No, no, no. It's November. It was November the fifth to oh, the seventh well, originally. That's, well, that's pleasant. The Falcon Tasmania Challenge. If you don't but, like uh, it, don't go. That's right. And but now it's uh, been moved to November the twelfth to the fourteenth, which is only um, a week before Sandown. So basically, the Victorians have got a very uh, full-on. Uh, two weekends of motorsport if you want to nick down to Tasmania and then nick back to Sandown because uh, it's one week after another and the reason, guess what the reason is for the change of date couldn't be anything to do with TV coverage could it? Absolutely not Well of course it is oh. It's because the Melbourne Spring Racing Carnival's on on November the 5th to the 7th so we can't be doing we can't be having a bloody race that clashes with that the punters will go mad if they can't watch their GGs. So they have lamb. Motor racing gets put off yet again. So there you go. What did you do on Australia Day? I uh, did very, very little actually. I fixed a, um, a table that was busted out the back, um, potted around in the garden a bit, and then uh, had the obligatory barbecue, lamb, 
snags, all the usual. What sort of lamb did you have? Did you have little lollipops? Absolutely. Or did you have, uh, or did you have loins and chumps? No, no chumps. No chumps. Little loinies. Yeah. Although the Very nice. The loinies with the curly tails. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you didn't have the lollipops. The lollipops? The cutlets. Well, cutlets. There you go. Yeah. That's the end of it. Yeah, I know what you mean. No, no, I didn't have the bits with all the um, the bone Frenched or anything like that. Trimmed. Yeah. Fr- well, they call it Frenched. Officially. <laughs> French trimming. That's right, because you have to give them a tonguey when you're eating them. That's well, French. You know those uh, chicken legs that they uh, Margaret Fulton used to cook? And she'd put little little paper hats yes yeah, on yeah, the top yeah. of little the chef's leg. hats yeah what, yeah what are they called i don't know you're on research <clears throat> we've got to find that out frenchies <clears throat> I've, I've, no one's ever been able to tell me what the name of those little, like little mm. drumstick doilies yeah but they look like little tiny chef's hats there must be a name there must be okay viewers if you know the name save me the bother of researching it and email us will you cut a bunch up <laughs> yeah. So chuck the wings and legs in as well. No, don't chuck. They might get a bit smelly by the time they get here. Yeah, rust will love them. Oh, you can take a photo of them and email us, I suppose. <laughs> Photoshop. You can't trust anyone these days. You can't. You know. It's we'll get on to tech later. Yeah, we will. Well, there's lots of people who can't be trusted. But one person who can be trusted, apparently, who is um, Lee Holdsworth, because he's going back to Gary Rogers Motorsport until 2011. So he trusts the big gas <coughs> to deliver the results. He's just a loyal bloke. He is a loyal bloke, and I think that uh, Gary's pretty bloody happy about the fact that he has renewed. Um, you know, he's been there since 2006. And he's, he's been allowed to so, wear very unusual clothing. He has, yeah. yeah. So, uh, no, I think it's uh, it's very good. So, and they've, they've got a new guy joining the team, uh, Richard Hol- Holway, who's an ex-HRT guy. Uh, very experienced race engineer, so I think they're they're looking for big things this year, and certainly I would suggest that uh, now that uh, Lee's contract's been renewed, uh, Gary will be looking for some uh, more big results out of him, and you know if they can um, consolidate what they started last year, I think it could be a good season for them. So here we go. We'll, we'll wait and see what happens there. I'm a bit grumpy. You are a bit grumpy. You're very quiet. I'm iPad grumpy. iPad grumpy. But we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Is that was well, that an iPad teaser? The day of the iPad grumps. The iPad grumps. Oh, well, there you go. And more V8 supercar news. <coughs> while, I've, while I'm on the subject, and I'm the only one who's done any research, I might as well carry on. The Saturday carry race, on researching. The Saturday you races. Are English. Shut up. The Saturday races, which were only going to be a hundred k's, have now the sprint events. This is have now been extended to 120 kilometres. The race lengths have been extended because teams were potentially able to make the 100k distance without a pit stop for the ethanol fuel, the CSRE85. So um, there you go. They, and, and they were also apparently concerned that the well-funded, well inverted commas, teams could uh, put a lot of money into increasing fuel efficiency to ensure that they could make the 100k's without stopping for fuel. So the bonus for fans, of course, is they get um, extra 20k's worth of uh, racing. So there you go. That's pretty cool. Yes. There's not much else happening, really. Well, there's a fair bit happening in the Le Mans series and, and Aston Martin coming back. And, mm. But I think that it's all a bit... It's all a bit... 
hard to understand exactly at the moment. So um, we'll uh, we'll sort of wait a week. And wait a we'll, week, we'll, and then you'll we'll tell us all, it up all about. Because I think things will crystallise after Daytona this weekend. Crystallise, Johnny. Good word. Oh, it was a really good show on uh, on One HD last night. Oh, did you? Uh, last night, the night ro- It was as they call it the Raw before the Rolex Twenty Four, and there was well, it was almost like half the family. Half the family. Yes. <laughs> David Donahue and Darren Law there, like who won it in the um, in the Brumos Porsche in last year. All very interesting. Oh, very good. Very household name. Now, while you're talking roars, you just reminded me, tomorrow morning, viewers, which is a bit late because this show will have already uh, probably not been up by then, or you won't have listened to it at least, but Lounsey finally gets his bloody uh, voice on Rory the Racing Car at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning on Channel one, on Channel 2, ABC 1. He won't be called Lounsey, will he? be no, called Lounzo. No, he's called Conroy. Will he be Lounzo he's... now that he's gone to Holden? No. He can't be Lounsey. He's always been Lounsey. He was Lounsey when he was with Holden before. Well, they just... He hadn't... So I reckon now... Got... Go on. What was this? this? Win Cuppy. Winkuppy. Winkers. <laughs> Winkers <Winko>. off, Dad. <laughs> big day, big day. You have had fairy plus. You have had laps at Bathurst. You have had a whinge. That's right. You take so. it on the chin. Mm. So anyway, Conrod, who's named after Mount Panorama's could, famous straight, a.k.a. Chin cup. Craig Lowndes. <laughs> Dimple chin cup. He's leaving the motor racing lane. Yeah. He'll be so doing anyway. Eddie the Eagle stuff soon. Oh, you reckon Eddie the Eagle? Because it's coming up. Yeah. Well, it is winter sport. I mean, he's over motor right. racing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, well, you got, have you got anything? I do have something. What have you got? I'm keeping it for later. <laughs> Bloody hope. Because I'm you. iPad grumpy. Yeah, well, we know about iPad. Oh, well, we'll talk Grump. about iPad later on. All right. Grumps. So... <coughs> Bathurst 12 hour. <coughs> oh, shut up. Just got to adjust my turtleneck. <laughs> Bathurst 12 hour. <coughs> Only 16, 16 days to go. And will we be there, Johnny? This is the question. Will well, this crap that, you know, that we're carrying on with at the moment ever get to fruition that we no, actually we'll, get to Melbourne, we'll, grab Fogues and drive to the mountain or not? We, we, we will be there. And we have been provided. I What, what I thought was... A very nice, a nice vehicle for us to lounge comfortably in the, in the back with a Weber Baby Q suitably insulated from the bottom of the of the, the car. Right. With, what? you know, folks and a peaked hat on driving in front for us. And so you and I can slum it in the back and Absol- folks will do all the driving? Dro- drive on. <laughs> and what Great is it? Up. A brand new Honda Odyssey. A Honda or a Acura? Well, we're not in America. Well, true, we're not. A Honda, and it's honestly. not left-hand drive, so it must be a Honda then. And I thought that's quite cool because it also means, like, if there's a smelly person in the house, there's a canopy. Yes. If the uh, the Odyssey makes a perfect uh, snoozing forum. location. <laughs> Night time receptacle. I.e., folks. <laughs> no, he's too tall even for a Honda Odyssey. Easy out there. He'd be folding all the seats down, I'll tell you. I'll give you the big tip. They'd be selling them. 
<laughs> he's sleeping he outside the so. Chinese restaurant. <laughs> yeah. so, um, so a Honda Odyssey we're going in, aren't we? Well, well that has been well, made that's available. Once we get to I Melbourne, thought, of course. And I thought, well, it was nice to go in the... It was nice to go in the HSV, but uh, Wagon, which we did for the regular 1,000-kilometre race last October. But considering that, you know, we're going to meander up the back roads and, uh, and take in a bit of the riverland, there's no need to hurry to the main course when you have time to frolic in the entrees. <laughs> Very good. And a bit of, I think, a nice cowra chardonnay. Cowra? You reckon like, we might be stopping at Cowra, do you? Well, it could be. Well, viewers, if you're going to the 12-hour and you're going via Cowra, I'd be watching out. Watch out for a Honda Odyssey. It'd be a bit scary. <laughs> you see it. Especially Cowra. if you see some tall bloke with grey hair driving. Opening doors with a hat on. <laughs> which we'll have to <laughs> I've find. never seen him with a hat on, actually. Yeah, you've mentioned that. Which means that he has no Ashley and Martin issues. True. But Who has Ashley and Martin issues in the motor racing fraternity? Because I have a theory, well, see, I I have a theory a, about I helmet thought, rubbing on foreheads. I thought that if Marcus, Am- if Marcus Ambrose had stayed here, he could have been an Ashley and Martin ambassador, but he went to the US. Prince Andrew. Well, yeah, he would have been good. They should have snapped him up while he was here. Good thinking, 99. Someone's having a barbie. I can <laughs> smell meat cooking. Meat, 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 meat. Mm. And the dogs is happy at that. So anyway, 16 days to go before the uh, 12 hour, and the entry list is finally out. Came out late last week. Uh, still plenty of uh, TBCs, um, but uh, yeah, a few interesting uh, names popping up there. It's fairly inaccurate. Yeah, very likely. For the fact that it pins Marcus Zakanovic with uh, someone else. It in, does. In another... With a... Some plonker and some smelly Danish person and a TBC. It doesn't smell smelly Danish. It says person. a smelly Danish person. The smelly Danish person has been been added. Yeah. Well, there you go. So well, special invite. I have a little bit of an issue going on here. An that, issue that I didn't say. Who is driving with Marcus, and someone else has which has given rise to my slight level of annoyance given the task been given to me of managing the media and um, there's a high annoyance factor so you've been given the task of managing the media and then not allowed to manage it what's more i've been <laughs> correct <laughs> what's more i've been i've been told i'm doing the managing of the media for the fujitsu uh, Arama as well. Oh right, that's nice. But, uh, rather than asking me, would you like to do it? Right. Well, obviously there was a presumption there. Pre- hyper levels of presumptionness. Right. Well, are you getting are you getting a presumptionness that you're going to be paid well? Well, I know I'll be paid well. Oh well, that's all right then. But I mean, that's where the Odyssey comes in. <laughs> the, why are you stealing it? My my office. <laughs> my office. What's the invitational class about here? I think it's just basically cars that they didn't know where to put. So they've but got, they are. Well, we're going they, to invite they are them. able to run. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. I think they're cars that are out of the main um, main classes. They're difficult to pigeonhole. And so they've just said, well, yeah, that will add spice to the field. And, you know, in the, in the big picture, 
it shouldn't go particularly quicker or slower than any of these others so um, it can be an invitation a little change I uh, have seen since I looked at this the other day this has been updated um, Grant Johnson is no longer in with Greg Willis in the mm. row fruitages I mean we'll hope you know someone's got to make it go slower and someone's got to make it go faster so <laughs> I don't really know what the deal with the other two dudes are Jason Gomesall and Matt McElden other than we have historically known that people with long surnames yeah do not do well in car racing right because the t size of the typeface on the side of the car diminishes with length of name it does and that's why names like Hart and Peart are quite suitable for motor racing <laughs> but Simonson is more diminished as is Zakanovic, <laughs> yeah. especially when we do alphabetic entries so is that why Cam McConville hasn't gone so well look I think TBC's going to win it <laughs> well, I'll tell you what he's in a lot of bloody cars <laughs> well, you're allowed to cross centre I'll tell you but the interesting, most interesting Not one... Not like the 1,000k race. In Class B high-performance rear-wheel drive, there's a VY Series 2 HSV sponsored by Donut King and entered by Greg Stevenson that's got no drivers at all. Not even TBCs. Well, so, I think there'll be minimal damage. Well, I think there probably will. Will it get out of the paddock? This is what we have to ask ourselves. Let me have a look at the other page of this day's updated instructional irama i tell you all the mcleods are in the racer industries um astra turbo mcleod 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 gp and r <laughs> well this the sharon family are in there the whole family's in there They've kind of gone too broke andrew medicky he's in there yes, with uh, with chris, there, yeah. chris delsma who uh and um and Jeremy Gray, I don't know who he is, but uh, the Century 21, what is it? it's the typhoon that Jack Ellsgood yep. uh, teed up with a few years ago. Uh, James Moffat in with Ken Douglas uh, in, a, in an HG, uh, FG typhoon. Barry Morecambe has got yeah, a good line. That's there. a good line-up yeah. there. 335. Uh, Paul Stuber, um, who's very uh, capable driver from Bianti or in Historics, and Andrew Jones. Which um, yeah. uh, I reckon they'd be. Uh, was one of our shopping list. Good but, solid. Um, uh, yeah. One, um, one reason or another wasn't able to tell us exactly what's going on. Peter Hill uh, and Tim Lay, no surprise there to be uh, up with Eric Banner. Obviously, a new movie is coming out called <laughs> Racing Incident. Oh, that's good. Uh, Clark and and Tony Quinn. Hmm, interesting because I thought the other day I read that to see uh, uh, Grant Denyer was in that lineup. Yeah, I thought Daniel but, was in um, too. There's been some issues, and there we go. Peter but he's Conroy. gone back. Daniel's gone back to reading the weather on um, the morning show again. Apparently, it could be. So I heard. So he may have um, other issues it in terms be. of being able to get it there. It could be the spotter. Yeah. And Mark Brame, man, that guy was years ago driving Suzuki Swifts around the mountain, and. Um, and also a change there with Team Mitsubishi Rally Art, Rod Salmon and Damien White as uh, are, are together. But uh, the third entry of Tony Longhurst has disappeared off the list. Yep. That's uh, well. Stand by. There'll be more. Because mm. it's Grumpy iPad Day. It is Grumpy iPad Day, and we'll get to that later. The level of grumpiness accompanying will, will the iPad. improve or? 
diminish, do you reckon? But there's some something I read today, P, day, to today, JP today. JP day? That sir? I believe that there's going to be more tarmac rallying down here in there the is. earlier part of the year. Absolutely. Can you elaborate? Yep, yep. The, the in, the, in the Lenswood Wine District, the, no less. Yeah, that's right. It's the Adelaide Hills Tarmac Rally. Um, what they've done, CAMS, yeah. CAMS have um, introduced a new 2010 modern tarmac championship, following on from the classic championship of last year. And um, it's for basically showroom and, and alternative energy vehicles, is the uh, spiel in the press release, which I find very interesting. Hence so, why it's running a wine region. Well, maybe it could be, but uh, anyway, they reckon that um, with an interesting, uh, with an increasing level of um, modern cars participating in tarmac events, the next logical step was to introduce a championship for the moderns. So um, the events are all going to be identical for the classic and the uh, and the modern. Uh, so they commence at Rally Taz on the 27th, 28th of February, and then the Adelaide Hills Tarmac Rally here is in is from the 21st to the 23rd of May. So um, from there, they go over to Targa West uh, from 26 to 29 of August. Speaking and of Targa West, just going back. Finish up I at Classic Adelaide. I saw Steve Jones <coughs> was here driving an Evo 9. Where is he? He's disappeared off the list as well. So that list was prematurely published. Yeah, before everybody had finally... There's quite a significant change there, which um, really probably... Um, oh, looking down there, I tell you, a really good... That's a good combo. Gary Holt, Paul Morris and John Bowne, the 335. Yeah, that is a good combo, yeah. that That's solid. And the 335 is um, a good, reliable car. Is that Ian Enki Tully, who drove trucks? Could be, I don't know. Oh, the only Tully I know... New mm. was there. Oh, that's still well. I mean, it'd be hard for them to come back and do it three years in a row. True, it would. Yeah. Ended by Alan Heafy, no less. Okay. The car will be. The car will be good. Females. What have we got? In females. Sorry, before we leave that, can we go back and just have we, have we got any girls? Racing? Yeah, we've got Lauren Gray in um, the Corolla Sportivo with Michael Gray and Tony Head. And we've got Leanne Tander in the Integra S with Jerry Burgess and Terry Conroy. Oh, so there's no all-girl team? No, can't see any all-girl teams at all. No, that's about it, I think. So, yeah, not oh, much yeah. else happening there. So anyway, back to the uh, t back to the Tarmac Rally Championship. Yeah, the final round will be uh, Classic Adelaide, uh, 17 to 21 November. Um, points are going to be awarded from 1st to 20th towards the Australian Modern and Classic Tarmac Rally Champion and Co-Driver. And each driver will additionally receive class points. So they're going to, there's in, in Modern, in the Modern Championship, they're going to have Early Modern, Late Modern and Contemporary Exotic Cars and Group M5. So, class points awarded from 1st to 10th. And there you go. Hello, Russ. On the Teppanyaki table. Yep. So there you go. So, uh, yeah, modern tarmac championship. That's uh, interesting for uh, the tarmac rallyers amongst us. What have we got? Well, Chinese. A thirst for Chinese. A thirst for Chinese. Do you know I have, not had, I have not had Chinese? Since you were away. This year? Yes, you have. When? Port Macquarie. Ed, no, I did not. 
No? Uh, I, oh, oh, you wouldn't call it Chinese. Ah, but you it was w- Chinese, it, they, though, wasn't it? It did say it didn't it matter. purported to be Chinese. Purported. Yeah. Correct, but it, it had no Chineseism in it. So I'm really... Right. I think this is, could be where the illness that has beset my stomach of recent days is coming <laughs> from. Because you haven't had Chinese. That's right. <laughs> You've had too much lamb on Australia Day. So what did you... You went up the hills on Australia Day. I, I did. Yeah, did you I, have lamb? I went to Crayfish and, and it was quite... Crayfish? Pleasant. It was quite pleasant. And, yeah. and I was up there with people I don't really know by the name of Bernie and Allison. Right. But you might have met them when we went to the the wrong side of the road for Chinese one night. Ah, oh, the wrong side of the road, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. I took a bottle of that up there. Yep, Shaw Smithers. And a bottle of Primo Estate, because yep. other people had bought five. Columbard. Columbard, correct. Of course. 100%, yeah. 100% Columbard. Yeah. And um, within a moment of my back turned, the bottle was drunk, and <laughs> I looked to see, and there was this man pouring that wine. I mean... Is it okay immediately to go and select a better wine than you've brought and drink it before going on to your own? No, Leaving you me should... none, because I can understand it later on a bathtub scenario. Yeah. But he was... But when you're an invited guest and you've arrived with wine... It's not his. It's it... not the done thing. You, you need to wait for the person who bought that wine with them to actually... Open it, which and I did. Proffer it or whatever. I did, or just but I mean, everybody. It was the first glass, and everybody had brought wine. So, right. and I, you know, they're not sure of shortage of, of, of coin. So, yep. but uh, perhaps that is the reason. The reason being of wine theft, and I, I looked around to see the last, the last glass being taken, and I had had a small glass, right. and I was annoyed. I bet you were. And I didn't say anything. And did you find anything else worth unlike drinking? Unlike me. No, it was all downhill from there. Was it? And then I saw the said thefter of wine attacking the pop, the, uh, the the primo. Only for someone there saying, no, don't have that. That's better. Oh, really? So, and I went, thank God for that. <coughs> and then I said, well, see you later. At the end he goes, suppose I'll see you next year. In a very <laughs> offhand remark, and so what? And so you said, a uh, a, a doctor brings some better wine next year, doctor, and you won't have to drink mine. A doctor with bad looks, <laughs> who walked around <laughs> being relatively unfriendly. I thought. Anyway, I'm sure I won't be on his invite list, and he won't be on mine. Well, there you go. But disappointed so I was I'm that sure uh, the the Sean Smithers was snaffled. <laughs> snaffled. No less. Absolutely snaffled. Oh. Pregnant pause, viewers. Well, who should ring in, viewers, in the middle of the show but someone who needs to explain why there's been a media leak? <laughs> a media leak? A media... Hello, that must be Marcus Lukanovic. It is indeed. Hello, mate. in the flesh, but it's actually, obviously, in phone lingo. <laughs> well, it's it, to my disappointment that I read in the, well, somewhat disappointed or feeling highly diminished in a media capacity that I realise that the name of Alan Simonson has now made it into the entry list plus motorsport news this week. Who was the leaky? Well, uh, probably the entry form. 
Blame the entry form. Blame the entry form. That sounds fair. Yeah. Yeah, well. Well, I'll see you next. I'll give you a Chinese burn until you tell me how you ex- when you were going to ask you when you were going to tell me that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I think I called you, if not, for his uh, license details. And you said just send him an email. You don't recall? Well. Do you forget that? Ah, oh, you see, you cut John? yourself out of the loop there, John. See, viewers, this is what I have to put up with. Things <laughs> like, you know, told to A, sleep in a van on the other side of the road without logos. And that's right. And you know, and, and given a media gig, may sound prestigious, viewers, but it, it's hardly that. It's really, it's just look. Can you just fuck off and cook us dinner? <laughs> yes, yes, and especially when you've got multi talents of uh, John's caliber. The roast chicken is absolutely phenomenal, viewers. I there have you to go. vouch for that. That is the one thing that John does do good. Everything else is a bit lapsed lapsed <laughs> He's winning. He's, he's, he's rung up for his free iPad. Yeah, yeah, and he's seen it's grumpy iPad day. He's getting the free payout on you too. <laughs> you'd the better, iPad. you'd better yeah, fill I, the I, viewers. I, heard, I did hear a small snippet on the radio today about the iPad. Yep, what that's is it. The iPad? I, uh, it's a giant oh, iPhone. Mate, we can't talk about it yet because we haven't come up to tech time. But let, let me be, let me be uh, letting you know that you will be getting a version. But yours will have wings. Really? <laughs> really? Well, I don't know, are you? You could be one of the other 11. Oh, God. This conversation's taking a wrong turn at Albuquerque. <laughs> Again. All right, mate, give us an update. Give the what's viewers happening with an the car? update with B12. Sorry? What's happening with the car? Um, it's full go at the moment. We're just, uh, it, it's a waiting game basically with good old courier drivers and freight people from FedEx and UPS bringing me lots of Christmas goodies about either a month too late or about 11 months too early. So that's the game plan at the moment. It's still waiting for bits and pieces to arrive and hopefully in a very light shade of grey pencil we have hopefully a test day perhaps next Friday. Now, like I said, it's a very light shade of grey. Mm. <laughs> well, that's a, a better than previously. I mean, we've went from absolutely to no to maybe. Yes, maybe. So it, it is a good sign, and I mean, look, it's just time is obviously, uh, you know, against you. We're trying to get the car all sorted, and you know, it's um. I don't know if you can hear viewers in the background, grinders and sanders and bits and pieces going. That's oh, yeah. where we're at. It's, uh, I'm at the shop currently with the guys about to organise dinner for them. That's about all I'm capable of. Keep me away from the tools. So what you're ringing uh, for is the recipe. <laughs> yes. Yes, the recipe and the dial and magic phone numbers for... Uh, Auto delivery. <laughs> I don't know, perhaps a, a lovely... Butter chicken Indian dish from somewhere in Adelaide there. Mm-hmm. How fast they can get it over here. Yeah, well, I'm not sure got... I can promise that. We've got Char- <laughs> Charminar Express now. They'll get it over. Well, now, uh, 
Mate, uh, since we're on a, on a on a bit of a roll there with the drivers, I mean, you know, far be it from me to want to do my job properly. Um, like, have you got anything to say? Because I, I wouldn't want to be the one to say it. No, that's right. And the third one's still down as a TBC. Because that TBC <laughs> bloke, he's, he's sharing himself round. Yeah, he's on I didn't all think sorts TBCs cars. could cross enter. TBA or TBC, yeah. Um, yeah, well, I'm sure there's a couple of TBA's a busy bloke. He's driving a lot of cars. That's it. He certainly is. <laughs> He's well, giving nothing away, well, isn't he? Well, there you go, viewers, and nor will <laughs> we. Cause... No, no, viewers, you're about to hear it first. First on radio, hotline. It is confirmed as of tonight, hence the missed phone call about half an hour earlier. Jason Bright is the third driver. Oh, fantastic. So you heard it first. He's on a diet. He's on a diet. Sorry? He's on the diet. No, not on the diet. No. It's gonna be uh, I think it's gonna be a very good uh, combination. Two red hot drivers and one lukewarm driver getting hot again. Wait, I think it is a very good combination. In fact we'd we'd gone through the pairings which uh well the, well, the trifectas, I suppose, not just pairings. Well, yeah, whatever, some, tri- some trifectas and some pairings with TBCs. That, that it appears that there has been quite a significant uh, amount of changes of, of pairings. And Longhurst's dropped off and Grant Johnson's dropped off. And But uh, you'd have to say that the, the Paul Morris, John Bow, Gary Holt looks a really strong combo. That is if Paul doesn't do something silly. I mean, Paul's quite a very talented driver, but I guess... This can sometimes take over, which we are all guilty of. Um, and let's just hope, you know, let's just hope he keeps it together good. Because I just speak of a bit of experience, he had a bit of an altercation with my, my fellow team car from last year's 12 hours. So. But anyway, yes, it will be a strong combination because all three of the guys can drive quite well. But hopefully, good old Mustang Sally, let's hope she can hang together, bring out the goods. Absolutely. That's great, Marcus. Congratulations on getting that uh, third combination and, and, uh, and, in fact, putting the whole deal together because uh, we had quite a long list, as you know. I don't know if we yep. want to go through them. We probably don't need to, but no, they were all no, pretty we high in. Uh, but, you know, some, you know, the Abu Dhabi sort of factor had, had, had sort of distracted a few people. And, yeah, anyway, um, uh, Excellent news. Yeah, good. So, Radio Hotline, viewers, you've heard it first. Another exclusive. I mean, exclusive. a couple of weeks ago, there it was. George Medici going in with JTG. Last weekend, JTG, JTG Doherty yep. in the full NASCAR program, even though it's the East Coast Series, but nonetheless, under the wing of Marcus Ambrose, spraying his deodorant for him every morning. <laughs> Pretty good stuff, I think. And now this week, the big international Danish sausage Danish. connection. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, it's a good job one of you's got a short name. Brighty, I mean, the rest of the other two of you will take up all the room on the side windows. Yeah, that, that, is, that is the major problem that I have to face next. How the hell am I going to get these names on the window? You go, you have... <laughs> Mine's z- a handful on its own, little alone owls, and then put Brighty's in the mix of it too. You have, mate, you have these three names. You have B-R-I-T-E. You have Zuka. G-H-T, you 
And you have Simo. <laughs> no. Simo. He's Australianising Every barbecue you go to, Simo, Jono, Simo. There's always a Simo. <laughs> Well, we've got our Simo. Well, Zuko, <laughs> Simo, and Brido. Mm. That's it. And then you can have one can big see, O on can, the end. I can see the merch already. <laughs> yeah. You know how many you'd sell? One big O. How many Barossa Valley Reds have you had? Mate, I haven't had, I haven't had any. No, he, he hasn't, actually. I must say, he's had... Only barely half a glass so far. Hence so he's still miserable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Well, that's great news. Um, but we'll carry on with the show, carrying on. And uh, I'll speak to you later on, you know, confidential matters that can't be disclosed on such a widely yeah, driver, uh, distributed... Driver, manager, yeah, levels there. We have to confidently cohort after the show. Be- because I am a bit grumpy iPad day person. You just make sure, guys. make sure that Enjoy test day happens. Cheers, mate. Bring on the sex section, and I shall speak to you, gentlemen, later. No worries. Cheers, Marcus. Duke out. <laughs> <laughs> it was timely. It was very timely. Oh, I didn't have to ask the question. Uh, I mean, you know, exactly. you don't plan anything. You see how well you can go, JP. The once you plan something. It oh, just falls in my... Well, isn't that funny? Because I don't usually plan a thing. And you usually have a go at me about it. Are you done? Because so, it's time... Mate, I'm, I've got to get the grumps off. Well, what about the? What about Formula One? What about it? Well, USF1 has recruited bloody uh, Jose Maria Lopez, the ex-Renault uh, test driver, which is, I thought, was quite a decent sort of bit of news. Freno. 24th Argentinian to race Formula One. And apparently the whole of Argentina's behind him because... Whilst he was a bit peeved about never getting a regular gig to drive for Renault, uh, he went back to Argentina and uh, won every championship known to mankind. Maybe oh, he had the cash. Money there. Yeah. Uh, Schumacher's apparently been um, beating his gums about waving the German flag after two years of British champions. So uh, don't mention the war, but it's back on. <laughs> I think that's pretty good too. And then, really, apart from that, we've just got iPads. Ah, oh, apart from one other last thing while we're Formula one because you've obviously got nothing Formula One-wise, Silverstone is looking like it might be revamped in time for this year's British Grand Prix. Uh, they've got this arena circuit, which incorporates a new infield section. Um, I think it starts just after Abbey and uh, rejoins at Priory. And... Um, they reckon that it wasn't originally planned to be uh, used until uh, MotoGP, but uh, they reckon that because Silverstone's got this new 17-year contract to host Formula One, um, they reckon that there's a real possibility that the new layout will be used to stage the Grand Prix in July, July 9 to 11. So um, that'll be interesting. Apparently, there's approval required from three sides, and two have said yes so far, and one, Bernie Eccleston, <laughs> says maybe so we'll work on that they say so uh, either he has burning on site he obviously moody obviously has his own media let the fucking thing off there will you i didn't put it on there well you did you put the chips on there how can i eat chips bernie has his he must have a a media team that just want they just like to wind everything up they there is nothing like 
pleasant coming out of there. It's always a bit of acid tongue. Yeah, it is, but it's always the wind-up and it's always that controversy that makes people want to pay, pay attention. So, you know, he does the right thing in a, in a funny sort of a way. And that's about it now, really. All we've got now left is iPad. Well, no, it's not. All right, then it's what else is... cat time. You idiot. Dogs. Well, this morning. This morning. Very early. Our time. And early. I didn't get up really early for it because I knew there was not much point because there wouldn't be a webcast there wasn't available, a nor right. would there be any content up on the Apple.com website until Steve. <coughs> He's not coughing so much lately. Must be the liver transplant. <coughs> Jobs announced the product that fits between their iPhone, the smartphone, and their laptop. And as predicted, JP, as predicted, as over predicted, and over and over and over, it was something that would fill that space and not eat into the uh, any existing areas. Either markets. Yep. Well, a quick overview of the iPad, although everyone will have heard about it from everywhere. It is a capacitive touch screen it's a very very seven inch display clever touch screen touch screen actually apparently um i was reading some tech specs and they reckon that it's about half as sensitive again and accurate as the iphone so uh, a big improvement there not in the surprising because they've used Wait their uh, use. their acquisition of pa semi to uh, build the unique a4 chip which is a one gigahertz uh, processor with Why everything you name a chip after a european paper size because it looks Why didn't like they a4. call it us letter well it look it looks like <laughs> an a4 size device yeah okay um it's uh resolution is at, at 10, 10 24, 24 by 768 yeah. depending on the orientation of which you use to choose it it has a nice touch that i thought that uh, as you look at it we're being uh, only a half an inch thick that uh, as I rotate the paper towards you, it then it orientates. Around. Yep. So if you're in the in the uh, portrait mode, and you and you move it, flip it over to someone in staying in portrait mode, rather show than them. Ro rotating, it does rotate 180 degrees, which is cool. Um, the positioning, initially, I was a little underwhelmed by it. Uh, it didn't have a camera uh, and. I was trying to think to myself how the phone integration may happen, although I thought, you're not going to be putting this up to your head. No. It's positioned at people who have bought an iPhone or iPod Touch and perhaps is their first Apple experience, and they've decided that, uh, look, this, this fits in well. And I, and I think on further, on further consumption of information during the day and then sitting down and watching the, the almost two-hour-long keynote, I, I've become more interested in it um, the uh, the lead time is a bit interesting too. Uh, I think that uh, whilst the product is going to be available in well, it comes in Wi-Fi or Wi-Fi in three G variants in three memory sizes, sixteen, thirty-two, and sixty-four gigabyte. Um, by March and April. Now I think we'll see that slip probably by a month. Yeah, I do too. And, I think uh, it'll be June here. And hence, well, I don't think it'll be June here at all. I think it'll be more like June over there. But on the but I think that their very early lead time and then a disclaimer on the presentation 
uh, on the website saying that this product is not for sale in any way um, and cannot be ordered and it has not received SCC regulation. And you had Phil Schiller and Johnny Ives and, and a few of the other guys there who were, you know, hardware or you know, yeah, the, the software development yep. manager for the iPhone. They were doing their best ever sales routine in an eight-minute um, QuickTime video on the website. Yep. They were working so hard. And I analysed the, the way Steve presented the stuff. It's just amazing. It's just gorgeous. Yeah, phenomenal. The internet in your hands, slowly and over and over again. A lot of recapping. Um, they are going, they've said, hang on a minute. We don't want the Kindle market to get away from us in the ebook no. reader. And uh, with a whole bunch of other uh, products coming out and borders... Um, borders taking borders taking on something that they've gone and said look let's 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 blow the market up by saying hey here's this product it's going to kill everything well now it might but the fact of the matter is it's completely made of unobtainium at the moment it is uh, and particularly and in this country because i heard, i read an article later uh, during the middle of today where they were alluding to the fact that the uh the SD card or the SIM card that uh, that's used is a is the a new mini SIM card. Yeah, mini so, mini no SIM version of in three. This country use that card exactly. So, so how is that? There's a hurdle that, to be overcome. It, it it is a hurdle to be overcome. That's for sure. And I well, we'll have to look at see what what mini SIM cards are being used uh, in 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 um, in America. Yeah. But remember that initially you think, oh, hang on, I can put my SIM card out of my phone. But that's not what it's you about. You can't, no. And that's, what, that, that's where they've very cleverly locked you out of doing that with the whole way that the thing's put together. Well, that's okay. There seems to be quite a good... Uh, that seems to be quite a good um, data plan there. Not so good on the, on the low end. 250 megabyte for $15, of which Steve went, ah, oh, it's a lot of data. Well, it's not a lot of data. No, it's not. It's bugger all. Fuck all data, especially yeah. when you're trying to get everyone to buy all these books and videos and everything on the iTunes Music Store. There's going to be, there's going to be, there's going to be um, bill shock there. Or again. $30 unlimited. So again, I see a bit of irresponsible marketing there, JP. Hmm. Only as irresponsible as the iPhone was originally, and the bill shock's already got through to everybody, so I don't think anybody's going to be expecting it to be any different, realistically, in the big bad world out there. So, I but think that it will have... I think a, it's going to nice be an interesting product to develop for, and the fact that it uses the same uh, a, a ecosystem as uh, the iPhone for application development, but with the arrival and ability to get today of the... 3.2 uh, software development kit uh, for yep, the iPhone SDK. OS, which is allowing you to support um, uh, ideas and developments up to um, 1024 by 768. Mm. That that's that sort of a positive sign. Uh, they're selling it very much as, hey, developers, yep. don't use the you don't use the application doubling tool that we've put in there that allows people who that are using who have iPhone native applications at 320 by 240 to suddenly do 640 by 480. We want you to go, oh, look, this will give you an interim, a bit like a Rosetta Stone, yes. as it was with the transition to uh, Intel and yep. uh, Intel native applications um, on the OS, uh, Mac OS platform. So, uh, I, on the whole, I'm seeing, I'm getting the feeling uh, that from the Mac 
faithful, this is not what they wanted exactly. But then again, I don't think that's the target. The target, I as think. I said, are people who have <coughs> been iPhone or iPod Touch ado adopters or uh, or education. And I'd say, look, my daughter, yeah. Matilda, in, in three years' time when she goes to school, these will be the norm. So I think it's developing at, 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 at the right rate. But I think not only that, though, you've also got to look at people who thus far have never owned a computer because, A, the price point's been too high, or, B, they've just never been comfortable with a keyboard and a mouse and it's all too alien for them. Um, there's a big niche, like my mum. My mum cannot use a computer. Even if you sit her down and say, Mum, this is how you use the mouse, this is how you do this, it's just all too hard at her time of life. But something where you can actually drag stuff around on a screen right in front of you, suddenly it becomes a viable thing. So I think that there's a there's a big market there for that too. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I, <coughs> I agree with you with that, JP. Look, I mean, I will, uh, you know, or the new company uh, machinery will buy one uh, or a couple because we'll need that for development on the basis that we're doing product development for the iPhone. We have to cater for that and we are sure. able to create a, a richer experience, no doubt, with, the, um, with the, our video content. And the gaming... Um, applications that I saw demonstrated today I, th I thought it was quite good I thought it was actually very good uh, there was a, a um, an EA, EA sports game that was a car racing game it was Need for Speed that was brought over there it was a bit odd watching the accelerometer there was a lot of the people were chosen very carefully to be able to say nothing negative and the only slip that I picked up from the whole show apart from the fact which I, which I don't think was a slip was Steve specifically dwelling on areas of the New York Times where right, the Flash yes. plug-in was not present? <laughs> to specifically yeah, yeah, yeah. say, without saying it, fuck you, we're not doing Flash, yeah. was that Bill Schiller, sitting down, the VP of marketing, who sat down and said, now, the iPad, I'm going to sit down and show you how to use our new tablet. Yep, and I hadn't heard the word tablet no, anywhere well, the, before. All the conjecture was a tablet, wasn't it? But it's become the iPad. So well, I don't know whether I like iPad as a name particularly. You know, so it's, it's like, short. What it do would you, be good in race cars? Yeah, it would. What do you call a touchscreen Irishman? An iPaddy. Anyway, we'll uh, go and have a look at apple.com, um, or you can actually go to apple.com.au and apple.com.uk, or co.uk. Um, earlier in the day, there was, there nothing, was nothing there. It was only the US only site. Only the US yeah. site. In fact, even the Australian site had missing graphics, yeah. which I've never seen before, and they've sort of crept in, and I checked the Danish site. That wasn't, <laughs> there wasn't anything happening there either. So, um, yeah, uh, be interesting to see what happens. It will, indeed. And oh, pricing. Note, pricing. Oh, pricing. Uh, pricing. Uh, four ninety nine uh, American, which is equating currently to five ninety nine. Well, no, that's my. That's actually higher than it equates to, but allowing for a fudge factor with the dollar varying and Apple theft and a bit of Apple theft and some duty probably as well. I came up with what I considered would were the likely price points for Australia. Yeah, so four ninety nine. Uh, sorry, five ninety nine, six ninety nine, eight uh, eight twenty nine for the 16 to 32 and 64 uh, gigabyte variants with Wi-Fi only and the 3G which is incidentally unlocked yeah um, 729 849 969 um, yeah 
So yeah. anyway, so I still think under a grand thousand dollars. Yeah, we'll get one. Yeah, see what happens. Fair enough. Mate, uh, got a quick final question. It's a bit of a, 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 a meaty idea, and I have to go and get the uh, subject in question for you. The meaty? From the Reggie Ditch. Uh-oh. The Reggie Ditch viewers. He's into the Reggie Ditch. Uh, what's he going to bring out? This is the question. He's scuttling about in there at the moment. Oh, here it comes. What have we got? We've got a... Uh, it's an unusual... We've got a meat, a meat tray with... It's what's in it? It's an unusual meat tray yep. of... Oh, lamb knuckles. Lamb shanks. Shanks, yeah. And yeah. a serving Vindaloo. of Vindaloo. Yeah. Now, I think that a lamb shank would make a good curry, JP. True. But on the basis that curries can... They seem to... There's that, there's that mysterious saying that curries are actually nicer if they're a bit older. Yes. Well, these are run out they're out of expiry today those little right. lambies yep and I'm always frightened if anything's a day late what's your advice on no, that no don't, don't even worry about it anything that if it's been in the fridge and it's been in and you picked it up from the freezer at the at the supermarket or the butcher's shop and it's just had the reduced sticker slapped onto it you've usually got at least an extra two days as long as as long as you haven't unwrapped them and they've stayed cold so, uh, and, and let's not forget that the Indians invented curry so that they could use skanky green meat and all the herbs and spices and the, the constant simmering for a day and a half actually just killed all the germs and the nastiness. But, and that's why it's always so tender, because it's cooked for so long. So what do you think? Should I do so, that in a vindaloo or should, should I do that in a just a... How would you cook lamb shanks like that? Uh, well, you normally know? you'd do the, the, the regular lamb shank type thing and, you know, do some wine and a bit of stock and all that sort of stuff. But a vindaloo sounds actually very quite appealing, I thought, what I thought. So uh, I'd go the vindaloo, I reckon. Well, there you go, viewers. Yep. On that note, I'm going to revert back to my grumpiness on iPad, iPad. Grumpy Day. Fair enough. And I'm just going to uh, go and get another one of those Cooper's Clears. Good night, viewers. Good night, viewers. I didn't enjoy that. Oh, shut up. I don't enjoy them. <laughs> <laughs>